0: MX Network production.
1: Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires, Renthal, Motosport.com, and CUBA Links on RacerXOnline.com. With your continuing gracious support of our sponsors, we're thriving at over 1,800 podcasts delivered with over 20 million downloads. Click the Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Here's the voice bringing it all to you, Steve Mathis. Your
2: Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast, LA SMX Review. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Appreciate it. That's a wrap on the SMX series. so Let's look back at LA and talk about. All the good, all the bad, and everything else uh, that happened there. So thanks for listening. Thank you to Fly Racing for coming on board this podcast. RJ Hampshire representing Team USA in uh, France. Fly Racing rider, man. So they got some really cool gear coming out for that as well at Fly Racing USA on social media and uh, uh, FlyRacingUSA.com for for more. 2024 stuff is incredible. The Formula S helmet, you got to read up about it. It's a helmet with a brain. I'm not exaggerating when I say it could save your life. Look into it, man. It's really cool. They've done a lot of designs, changes. They've hired some new designers, and their 2024 stuff is the best they've had in a long time. Trust me on that. So check it out, please, at Fly Racing USA on social media. They had the LE gear launch this weekend, uh, Evo LE as well. So you saw that on the uh, on Swole and Hampshire and Hawkins and more. So thank you to the folks at Fly Racing for coming on board. Also, Renthal, you look at the... Uh, Championships. Jet Lawrence uh, just won a championship again with Renthal Products, Red Bull KTM, uh, of course, uh, Monster Energy Kawasaki, Pro Circuit, all of it. Renthal equipped teams, bars, chains, sprockets, grips, all of it. Mountain bike uh, carbon bars, mountain bike aluminum bars, stems, all of it. You know the name, you know the quality that Renthal brings to the game. So thank you to the folks at Renthal and all that they do for us. Also, uh, thank you to Maxis Tires. Soft, intermediate, intermediate to hard terrain tires are out now and available at your local dealer or shop.maxis.com. It's a gift from the science moto nerds to you, developed by Jeremy McGrath. they got a paddle tire now, too, as well. Mountain bike tires, electric tires support uh, Maxis. Uh, so they support all these pods. They'd really appreciate it. So thank you to those guys for all they do. We'll tell you more about motorsport.com and Cobra links later on in the show. But let's get the two Jasons on to talk uh, L.A. SMX. All right, everybody, let's, uh, let's talk some LA SMX. Uh, first up, the man, uh, he interviewed Damon Bradshaw uh, at the uh, Coliseum. He was running around the pits, just Justin Barsha updates and things like that. Um, Jason Wagan, what's up, Weege?
3: Wow, that was quite the, quite the intro. Yes, that's what I did. I interviewed Bradshaw, and I gave Justin Barsha updates. Yeah.
2: I mean, I don't know. Should I have said something else? I mean, I figured because you called the checkers early last week, they demoted you. And for Lee, I don't know. That's just what I heard.
3: Well, it's kind of both, because I actually got upgraded to uh, expert analyst of the World All-Stars 250 race, along with Todd Harris. Mm. So, uh, yeah, maybe they figure I can't handle play-by-play, and I'm really just here to be a reporter and an analyst. Oh, I, I think see. you're right.
2: Right, right. Yeah, they, they were like... I think hey, you're can't. right. Yeah. yeah,
3: they're like, he can't even call the checkered flag. Yeah. you have to change it up.
2: He's an expert. Uh, also, the <laughs> line, uh, again, I talked about it off the top of the show, the uh, Fly Racing guys launched some Evo LE gear. Fire Red. Jason Thomas, what's up, JT?
0: Not much. Uh, Weege, it's okay. Um, I told Ken Roxon that I was going to see him in Germany in two weeks. Uh, So we'll just, we'll call it even. You don't, the race, and I'll worry about, I won't worry about world geography.
2: Oh, you, like, there's nations you just spaced out.
0: Yeah, on the podium. Yeah, I said, we'll see you in Germany in a couple weeks. I I corrected (laughs) myself, but uh, yeah, I felt really stupid.
2: Oh, that's great. That's fantastic. Uh, All right, let's talk about, first up, it was really cool being back in the Coliseum. I don't know about you guys. Uh, we each – did you go to any L.A. Supercross the Coliseums? I don't even know.
3: Yeah, X Games. X Games, several times. Okay. X Games. So,
2: all right. well, uh-huh. I don't X Games. really uh-huh. count those, but that's fine. All right. Yeah, but, yeah X Games. Um, yep. Honestly, when they announced it, uh, you guys were at the Coliseum, I think, for the press conference back in November or whatever. Um, October. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you guys were there, and I was a little bit like, "Yeah, whatever. Who cares?" I've been to the Coliseum a bunch for races, right? Uh, Who can forget Summercross and 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 the Supercrosses? What that were there when Anaheim was under construction, and I was like, not really that excited for it, to be honest. But it was really cool getting there and seeing it. It's a historical landmark. The Peristyle. Up and down, like I really what I loved being back there, I thought it was cool, I love the history of the sport, as we all know, and uh I was more impressed than I thought I would be. Do you know what I mean Weege? like i, I it was cool to be back in the Coliseum.
1: more
3: yeah, more so than I thought I mean that was cool that that was kind of the vision that felt at MX sports had like hey, if you're gonna do this, the first finale should be where the first supercross was fifty years ago, it was all symbolic right mm-hmm. um but I didn't honestly know when you think about how young our riders are. Yeah. I mean, dude, Marty Tripes won the race 51 years ago. Like, does anybody uh, of the current crew in the pits
2: no uh, listen,
3: remember any of that?
2: Listen, um, I, I, brought up, no. I brought up 98 to a couple of guys, and they just looked at me with blank looks. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that was a long time ago. Like, <laughs> right,
3: right, right. So I, I figured, a, the Supercross memories wouldn't be that strong, and, and b, let's be honest, it is an amazing facility. It is whatever really rings out from like an amazing place. Like you know, when we knew we were gonna have a race near New York, people were super stoked on that. So I was actually surprised. The, the stadium's awesome. I was surprised how pumped everyone was to go there, and yeah. that it really did add atmosphere. I thought people would be indifferent.
2: Yeah, JT, when I talked to Peyton and Brooks and Lars and different older industry people or mechanics, you know, the people that would kind of know, not so much younger riders, but industry people, everyone was really excited to be back in the Coliseum.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Did you talk to Augie about it at all? Because I I think he wants to jump in uh, and tell us all about it right now. Uh, No, kidding. But, um, you know, I think you have to remember – Like, I was there in 98, right? I raced 98. Um, Tim Ferry did not make the main event, and I did not. He missed it by one, and I missed it by two. Um, But when you're talking about how long ago that was, that would have been like someone, if I was there in 98 racing, they were talking to me about a race that happened in 1973. I would have been like, yeah, no one cares. Like, the same thing. So, uh, it's just, yeah, it's old, and... I, you know, that was my first time in California, 1998. Uh, I did not really understand the significance of racing in the Coliseum. I thought the Parasite was really cool.
2: Yeah. But
0: but I didn't really get it either. Um, I do now. I, you know, with age comes perspective and appreciation for history and all those things. So, yeah, it's, those conditions are likely to fall on deaf ears, and that's okay. Um, the, you know, that'll all change with time. But I, I actually thought it was great. Um, I just don't re- – I didn't remember – much about the stadium. I just remember it being a lot like emptier around it, but I think that's USC building it up and adding... Yeah. There's a lot more uh, infrastructure around the Coliseum now than there was. I just remember it being, there being like nothing there, and that's certainly not the case now. Yeah. Um, but, know, JC, the stadium's don't you really feel nice that, since I, Go ahead, sorry. sorry, don't you feel that like the Riders
3: did... Like, your perspective makes sense. You wouldn't have cared about 73 and 98, and you wouldn't think at 23 people cared about 98, but didn't you feel like the Riders did actually... Respect the no.
0: Place or no? No, I don't. No, I don't. Oh, you don't. Oh, <laughs> don't, not really. No, I think they've said the right things, but uh, oh, okay. I, I, I don't think it, if you ask them some specifics about what went on here, or you know, tell I, me about it. I, like, I, I don't think they'd have any clue.
2: I did ask them. Oh, I agree. I, I agree. did. I, I did ask them. It's what I started with. You guys, okay. you guys have your. Oh no. Oh no. What did
0: you, I'm what just waiting for my to talk, Steve. That's all.
2: You can hear me right when I say that off the top, like. In talking to the riders,
0: I heard you talk about Mitch and those guys. I didn't hear you talk about the riders.
2: In talking to, to the riders, they're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Call see I'm sure, whatever." Like, I'm, yeah, you said like, yeah, about yeah. NBA, but, 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 yeah. but it was cool being back there for everybody who kind of was older and appreciated it. You know, yeah, yeah
0: uh, that's, that's the same thing I'm saying.
2: Yeah, uh, but
0: I well, I was only going off of because weed said they felt like they did, and I didn't get that at all. And what I would what I would prompt is the guys that did think it was cool, tell them to give you some specifics about what they remember about it being cool and why is it cool? Because I don't think they would have anything to offer.
3: Yes, this was probably, you knew that if you said you didn't know, you would sound dumb, so you just pretended that you did know. Exactly.
0: And I think they want to be respectful. Just because yeah. you don't know something yeah. doesn't mean you can't show respect to it. You know, that, I totally am appreciative of that. I just don't think they knew a lot about what went on, which is okay. It's, you mm-hmm.
2: know,
3: Okay. Right, can I just go on a minor rant here about on the other complete other side of the spectrum? Please do. Those few that were around in those old days when it was called the Super Bowl of Motocross, we're good guys. We're good. We don't have to play a game of out triviaing each other. Um, they had the race in this building out of respect for what the building meant. So at that point, you can't come. I mean, dude, people were out with like their knives, saying like. All week, this is what I kept hearing. People don't understand how important this race was. People have no idea. Uh, they do have an idea. That's why they booked this stadium. Uh, they went there. So I don't want to hear from the dudes who were there in 72 and 73 and 74. Hey, you have no idea how important this was? That's why they booked the stadium, guys. No, I didn't. We got it. I,
2: I didn't know where this rant is coming from, but I didn't. Yeah, you must have heard it from different people. That, yeah, yeah. I know exactly where it's uh, going Okay, from. all right. Yeah, uh, I never... Well,
3: multiple people. It's plenty of people. Okay. It's Facebook messages, you name yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like,
2: well, uh, <laughs> you you're, you're broke up, Weech.
3: It's probably for the best. Yeah. It's
2: probably for the best. He's angry. Um, yeah. Much
3: it, more understanding. We, have. we haven't been there in 25 years. They yeah. booked it. That's why they booked it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, crowd was good, too. Uh, look, it's a huge stadium. Um but, really deceiving. Yeah. But, but yes, but I
0: believe it crowd, was, too.
2: Crowd was good, too. Um, yeah, and I thought it was, like I said, I, I uh, it was cool being back at a Coliseum with the Peristyle. Um, Weege, how? I haven't watched the race back. How was Damon's interview? He was stoked to do it. So, how was it? Yeah, we had to
3: hedge a little bit. Uh, Damon is always been super upfront i mean we've interviewed Damon a million times that our fly racing radio shows right about 92 he's doesn't shy away from it the good the bad of his career he laughs about it so they wanted to have me interview him and then todd harris interview stanton about 92 so i told damon this on friday he was not exactly stoked it was like oh i'm gonna come all,
2: i'm
3: gonna come all the way out here just to talk about blowing a
2: ship um
3: so I tried to cheer him up by talking about ramming into JMB and yeah. really crashing over the finish line two years earlier to win. So we used the interview as a little bit of a 50-50, a little bit of, oh, Damon, you've experienced the highs and the lows okay. here. Uh, and he was good sport. He says, yes, I." Pref-. he's like, I try to keep positive. I try to think about 90s. But, you know, Damon, he doesn't, from the moment he came off the track in 92 through now, he has never made excuses. Nope. He says he choked. And he doesn't shy away from that. And he still, you know, yeah. he still admitted it was bad. Yeah.
2: Did the JMB thing bring him some joy?
3: He told me a story I never knew. If you go back to that 90 race, he rams JMB at the top of the peristyle yeah. and he almost crashes 20 <laughs> feet for the finish. Yeah. 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 He said JMB was doing a three in. There were like five jumps for the finish mm-hmm. and he couldn't do the three in. So he's like, you know what? Last lap, I'm just going to have to do it. And if I almost die or if I crash, yeah. at least I. Uh, basically i'll be so close to the finish that i could probably essentially ghost ride and crash across the finish line (laughs) so uh he's like i'm going to three in to the finish no matter what and he did almost die yeah but he did win
0: yes yeah that
2: was great that was that was a great race i I hope it brought him some joy i wonder if they cross paths jmb was there uh he was around uh I i talked to him a little bit at the alpine star party that neither one of you were at and um I wonder if they crossed paths because famously J and B told me on a podcast there is just one rider I do not like, and that was Damon Bradshaw. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I wonder if they crossed paths at all at any point. That would have been that would have been fantastic to get on camera. Although I'm sure at this point they would have been high and all of that, you know. But uh we had mean
3: Reed is riding at Stu's house.
2: Yeah, exactly. Exactly, right, exactly. Uh we did have a uh, Yamaha celebrity ride. Uh, where some dude was just KO'd for about 10 minutes. I don't know if you guys noticed that. Um, that was funny. Uh, we had some Moto Media guys ride YZ125s on Friday. We had a Cowie intro. Chicken rode, a, <laughs> rode the Cowie out there uh, with, in a box van. A lot of things going on at this race. It was cool. Triumphs. It, it, it oh, was, triumphs. oh, triumphs.
0: I've got a Triumph intro. It was like the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, really, like right? All sorts of just crazy yeah. extracurricular activities all throughout the weekend. It really was like the Super Bowl. You think about the athletes that were there. Dungy and Tom- Tomac made an appearance. Stanton, Bradshaw. Like it, 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 To me, it was very much the Super Bowl. All we needed was some like super celeb parties on yeah. Friday and Saturday night. And it we, was been the Super
2: Bowl. We had Obi-Wan Kenobi on Friday night there at the Alpine Star thing. Did uh, he show up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. Dax Shepard was there and, and Dark met him. Uh, yeah, I saw him. Alex yeah. Van Halen was there.
3: Oh, Steve, you met Alex Van Halen?
2: <sighs> no. That's <laughs> that was very dis, dis. That was very um, very is that like a brother or what disappointing. I don't know him. Okay, all right. Is that Eddie's brother? Uh, Alex's yeah, Alex's kid rode uh, rode in the celebrity thing, and then uh, the okay. dark told me that the guy from Great White sang the anthem. Great, the band. Yep. He uh, did. Yep. So, yeah, it was, everything was going on. Like,
0: Monty McCoy or so. What's that? What's Mitch his name? Malloy. Monty Malloy. Mitch, Mitch Malloy. Malloy. There it is. Uh, everything was I happening to I, at this I race. Trying to, I wasn't trying to butcher that.
2: And chicken, they had a Cowie thing that was really cool. Davey hosted it. A bunch of old Cowie guys. And uh, Kodrowski was there. LaRocco was there. Ward, uh, Blackie, Weinert. Um, yeah, all these guys, and the greats. Uh, uh, no stew, though. RV was there. Blue Crew RV was there. I'm not sure if that's a fine or not. And uh, he was upset that his bike wasn't up there, and Stu's bike was, but Stu wasn't there.
3: Well, Stu and RC were supposed to be there. They literally had it while we were doing uh, yeah. rehearsal. We were, we were literally working. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, they wanted him there, and I think those guys would have gone.
2: okay. Um, so, they, yeah, they would have yeah, gone? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that was cool. And then Weege Chicken rode the bike around the floor.
3: Yeah, so Cowie kind of did it in two parts. They had, like, the 50th anniversary dinner, and then everybody went to the floor to roll out the 2024 bikes. And then they announced a 50th anniversary edition with Chicken riding out of the peristyle. And they even had the David Lee voice of God to introduce Chicken coming out on the floor. But it was odd to me. Chicken comes out, rides, takes the helmet off, and just stared and did not speak to anyone the entire time.
2: <laughs> it's Chicken, dude.
0: I don't know, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he was in another land. He, it was
2: great. Yeah. <laughs> see, it was he, great. He yeah. does not speak to us mortals. Chicken He's li- a permanent
0: resident of another
2: land. Yeah. Chicken lives in another <laughs> world. Um, that's cool. Yeah. No, everybody did it, did it up really nice. And uh, it was cool to see all that stuff going on. And then, yeah, the Triumphs. I saw the Tough Blocks on Friday and I was like, huh, that's new. Like Triumph Tough Blocks. And then I tweeted, like, Ricky and some other guy are riding a Triumph out there on Friday afternoon. And I, Some other guy. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know. And then the other guy was Jeff Stanton, uh, which I should have put together because I talked to six time on Friday night, and he told me he was riding, and then he just said "shh," but I didn't put it together. So, uh, anyways, and then yeah, so then the Triumphs made their debut, and they rode around. So, yeah, good times. L.A. Coliseum, catch the fever. Um, yeah. Um, but with hearing, it's not coming back next year, though, right? Kind of hearing that.
3: Yeah, I haven't had it confirmed, but they were kind of telling us, you know, the last couple of weeks, like, to try to encourage the fans, like, if you're on the fence, yeah, you might want to go now yeah. because they might not be back.
2: Yeah. Um, I, I think I the
3: just challenge assumed, is the football yeah.
0: schedule.
3: Yeah, that's, that's true. That's the challenge. Yeah. And uh, you mentioned how the area around the stadium has grown up, but I don't even think the internal parts of the stadium, they've changed quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I think even the bottom of the peristyle, it's a lot harder to do all this. Uh, yeah. yeah, but that's right. That football schedule, this whole SMS thing was based around the – USC football schedule right. like that's a lot and and dude I can't imagine how hard it is to make this work with pits and you know, the big monster area and all this yeah. in downtown that's got to be tough
2: and then the original we literally the original sorry, the, 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 the original game. race was mid October remember that too and they moved it up yeah
0: well you need you need to yep. consecutive you need two consecutive away games for USC at the right time of year which is really challenging right so yeah, imagine that. Imagine counting on that for twenty twenty four. Like that's a lot to ask. Uh, yeah, remember when this
3: when this race started? It was always a summertime race, right? The Super Bowl Motocross was July. Then it was the Supercross finale, June, July. Then in those late nineties, it was in January. I, I don't know. Maybe they've never had a race there during football season.
2: It's yeah, tough. yeah, that's a good point. Yep, you are right. They probably never would have, right? Um, it, it, also challenging. Uh, Thirty minutes to go six miles back to my hotel. Also challenging, but. Uh, we we made it. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a little nutty with traffic. Uh, Also
3: challenging is a budget rental car giving me an electric car to rent. And I'm like, ah, whatever. Well, it only had a 40% charge in it. Oh, I got it. Oh, yeah. So uh, I think there's some fuzzy math with car companies saying they quote unquote sold electric cars in California and uh, dumping them on rental car lots. And then (laughs) rental car lots don't have charging
2: ports, (laughs) etc, etc. So did you have to charge it or you made it?
3: no i had okay 74 miles and uh i had about 12 to spare i, I must have went you know whatever yeah. that be 62 miles throughout yeah, the yeah, week yeah. it's better than Stu when Stu got a tesla at uh, unadilla you think there's a lot of charging stations and
2: oh i'm sure yeah you, yeah area? yeah new berlin full <laughs> of them yeah
3: by the end of the day dude he only had nine miles left when he got to the track saturday morning and i'm like what are you gonna do and then when we're done i walk out and there's his Tesla plugged into the generators for a TV truck. And I'm like, oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great.
2: My, I almost got stranded, too, in this small story. Uh, I don't know. Somehow my, battery, my truck's supposed to give me a, uh, a warning when my key fob battery is low. I never got any warnings. And then I, got, I was in the parking garage, and my truck won't start. And I had the key fob in my hand, and the truck won't start. Because I should have noticed it wouldn't unlock the truck, first of all. I had to manually unlock it, and then I was stuck in this parking garage at, you know, 7 o'clock at night, and I'm like, what do I do? My key fob battery is dead, and just by the luck of Jesus, it, 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 I was rubbing it with my hands and pushing on it, and it started my truck. Yeah. That does it? After, I don't know. I was just trying to, like, jolt the battery or something, right? And uh, and I drove <laughs> straight to Walgreens, left it running, and bought a new battery, but I was almost stuck in the parking garage in uh, LA Coliseum, so... Yeah, um, all right. Lots to get into when it comes to this race, JT. Uh, good job on the uh, Evo uh, LE gear. That's pretty nice stuff. Available now. Yeah, thanks. Yep, yep. Um, guys looked pretty good in it. Uh, most of the, most of the guys had it on, so that was cool. And uh, yeah, so well, it was a good race. It was uh, an easy track, uh, not a lot of passing, but an exciting race going up and down the player style, jumping out of it into the sand, and, and doing and that quad on was awesome to watch those guys do it. Um, so it was all really exciting. Uh, in the end, Jet Lawrence got it done. Chase, Chase uh, um, wouldn't have won even if he hadn't crashed, probably. I mean, Kenny needed to get Jet to, to make it work. He, he, he was stuck behind him. But anyways, um, Chase qualified fastest uh, and then went three DNF. Jet goes one, one, Weege. Um, it was good, good, good night of racing with those three guys, though. It was exciting.
3: It was, and I think the whole thing when we rolled this out in October and we said what it was, there were so many things to learn and understand, how the points going to work, the math, the money, what are the tracks going to be like, all that. But to me, the most important thing was, with all those things, would the riders and teams buy in? Would they actually care? And I think we've discussed this on here before. The other big, what were considered off-season events, maybe they weren't for championships, maybe that's the difference. You know, people did not really care about monster cup or us open or percy whatever any of these races they don't try like they do with a real title on the line and so to me all the concepts it really wasn't going to matter this was only going to be good if it seemed like the riders wanted it and dude they did i mean in both classes we, we'll talk 250s and Shimoda being way more aggressive than i ever seen them i mean i feel the effort that ken Roxon was putting in I feel like this is the effort the fans wanted to see him put in against Cooper Webb in 2021. Like, Roxson was giving it everything he had. He wanted to win so bad. That was making it very hard on Jet. So he had to really work for it. They were going for it. And we ended up, the telltale sign is, look at the gap that Kenny, first the three of them, and then when Chase went out, Kenny and Jet had over third. It was the classic, the guys that can win the title, check out by 30 or 40 seconds mm-hmm. and it had that same element so to me that was the the number one question of this would they care and it was to me obvious yeah. jumping that quad and all that they were going for it it was awesome
2: kenny scrub uh in moto two up the peristyle was ridiculous because he had, didn't get the start he needed and you could tell he was like oh i gotta pull it out like i gotta pull everything all my tricks out to get up to those guys uh jt the quad on with Jet doing it on the last lap of his practice and then Jet doing it in the main to get Kenny. Uh, that was cool. I'm, I've am i always... I love racing when the elite guys can do something that others can't, and I thought that was the, the best part of the night, Jet doing that thing, Kenny not doing it.
0: Yeah, I, uh, so I asked Kenny on the podium about it, um, and he's like, well, I knew he was going to do it because I knew he did it in practice. I knew he was going to save it and then start pulling it, and I'm like... I, did, I really didn't want to do it. Like I, I feel old in those moments because I really didn't want to jump it, but I knew if I didn't, I had no chance. Mm-hmm. So I either wanted a chance or I w- it was right there, right? If either I'm in or out right now for any chance of winning this race, he like, all right, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. So, yeah, it was interesting yeah. to hear him kind of talk through his thoughts of it.
2: Yeah, Brooks told me after the race that Kenny was like, I don't want to do it, I don't want to do it, I don't want to do it. <laughs> then, yep. Yeah, he had to do it what? AC did it, Anderson did it, right So the guy guys stepped up and did it But
0: It didn't it, look like it was all that bad You know, like once you do it and you have it dialed you know, yep. Nobody nobody really had any close moments on it that I saw
2: No, no, that's exactly it, right It, it was just more like, from what guys I talked to It was just ballsy It wasn't super yep. technique-ish It was just ballsy um, So that was really cool, yeah, that was great um, Yeah, and I mean, I guess JT uh, Let's talk about Sexton a little bit that was a good one, uh, and it's something we've seen before.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, they were sending it into that sand, right? Yep. And where they were jumping to, they had basically worked in one line that was hard enough to jump that far, and if you got a little bit off line, you landed in really soft sand. And, you know, like, that's basically what he did. He just got off a, a tiny bit, his front end knifed, and he was done. Yeah. And uh, that that's it. Like, it's a game of inches when they're those guys are pushing really hard, and it just bit him.
2: That's his last uh last Honda ride, Weech, right there.
3: Yeah, it's amazing how that all worked. I think he might actually be somewhat hurt, which is kinda of surprising because we've seen him take so many harmed hits and and with uh, maybe something. Um but yeah, it's you know what's actually more alarming than the crash? That he needed that second moto win because Kind of underthought about was that Jet had had very little Supercross time at a 450 at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to ask that in the Friday press conference, but we got a solid hour of questions, and I was like, okay, we're out of time. But um, for Jet to beat Chase straight up, and he did in the first moto, I'm like, oh, that is not encouraging. Because the last, you know, ace that Chase had was, well, Supercross will be different, and uh, that was alarming to me. The first moto. So I felt like for Chase, even if it wasn't going to get in the title, for him to be able to leave and be like, okay, I, I can do this. I, I won mm-hmm. the second moto. I beat those guys. would have been big. Maybe he can still say that because if he doesn't crash, he would have won. And that's always been the story with Sexton. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it would have been very helpful, I think, for him to win that moto.
2: Yeah, it, I'm with you. Um, it doesn't give any critics of Chase Sexton and Honda or whatever. Chase on the Honda. Uh, it doesn't ease their, their, their minds at all. This was, oh, look it. He was getting pushed by Jet, and he ate shit again. <laughs> you know, like, and if you're a Chase Sexton believer fan, you just go, oh, just wait till the KTM, right? Like, it doesn't, yeah. wasn't.
3: I'll go one step further. I think if you're a fan of the sport, uh, I was talking to Jim Holly after the race, and he's like, man, we better hope that he doesn't do that on the KTM because... This is this is very dangerous. I mean, this is reaching the point where we're going to see domination like we've seen before, but let's be honest, that's not that exciting. You know, I think if you're a fan, you've got to hope that Sexton sauce, or we might be looking at a ridiculous run of domination, such as a guy just had a perfect season, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, you well, know, I know Jet hasn't even raced 450 Supercross yet, but we've been around in Stu, McGrath, and RC years. We know what this looks like.
2: Yeah. Well, look, I mean, we're not doing our Supercross preview right now, but there's major questions about every guy, except for one, the guy who just went 22-0. and 0. You know what I mean? <laughs> who like, hasn't even
3: raced 450 Supercross yet. Yeah, yeah, how but, crazy that is.
2: but every other competitor, you're like, wait, this, 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 uh-huh. this. So, yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, could be. If
3: these guys all miss, oh, good Yep.
2: Uh, JT, you could make a ch- uh, case that through the six SMX motos, Kenny Roxon gave Jet the most trouble.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, well which is, I don't know. Well, which Chase, is, Chase was amazing at the first round. Yep. So I don't like that's hard to deal with him going one one for that argument. But ever since then.
2: But all Kenny's six, yeah, yeah. I, I meant but like Chase, Chase was,
0: I think Chase was gonna run away with that final moto. So I don't know. I it, it's hard for me to to agree there. It's it was just a uh, the first one. Not even close. Then the second one, yes, no question. But then the third one, that last moto, Chase was the fastest guy, and Jet said so on the podium. Jetty was like, I had nothing. Like, I couldn't do anything with Chase in that moto until he crashed. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the big thing is Chase is off to, you know, solve his, solve all of his problems, which we'll find out if that's true or not. Uh, I just thought it was kind of a – I think it's an unfortunate ending to his Honda – Run because he was on Honda's for a really long time and had a lot of success 250 titles, 450 titles, amateur titles. And he literally ends his 450 career walking away from the bike hurt. You know, um, I just felt like that was kind of a bummer. Well,
2: so, there, I, I don't think there's any okay. question. I don't think there's any question that the Sexton uh camp does think the Honda is some oh, of their problems. No, so, no, of course, so I, then, I, I yeah, just... so, so then they walk away going, See.
0: Yeah, See? but I also, yeah. I also just watched a guy go 22-0 and on it and just win an SMX World Championship on it. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, like oh. not saying same bike works for everybody. Yeah. But I don't think it's a fundamentally flawed platform either. No, I just watched it dominate.
2: I talked to Brooks. But I think oh.
0: I think they do. I think they, they believe it is yeah. fundamentally flawed.
2: I talked to Chiz and Brooks for a long time after the race, uh, which actually hurt me in my drive back home because I was BSing with them for so long. And, like, Chase, Chiz has been going out to the track with Kenny, even though he hasn't been riding because of his knee. And Brooks, yeah. of course, knows it. And they both were like, dude, Kenny was so focused for this thing. And there was no, no swapping of suspension, no complaining, no anything. The guy was focused. He was happy. He liked his bike. Um, you know, he hasn't been racing since High Point, but they were, like, a little worried about that. But, uh, yeah, they... They were like they were they said this was a little fresher Kenny or a little more determined Kenny. So and it showed. And it showed. So
3: it's as good as he's been in a long time, man. I mean, uh Jed is amazing and Muslim, awesome, and that's obvious. We don't even need to say it. Yeah. But he was giving him all he could handle. I mean, even when he got past in that first one with the quad, and then Jet started pulling away, and then Kenny started matching it, and Kenny started staying with him again, just like and we don't even need to rehash the wave by thing that got absolutely to me over spoken and over analyzed throughout the weekend, but it was the same thing again. And even in the final one, I mean, I don't know if Kenny's going to pass him or not. He got held up by one of the Hill brothers. They were lapping the two Hill brothers at the same time. And that was all she wrote, but that was, I think, three laps to go. I mean, with three laps to go, he was still right in it. He was still in it. I don't know if he's going to win just like Chicago, who knows, but, I don't think you could ask for any more from Ken Roxon That was amazing how well he rode these last two races.
2: Yeah, yeah, they, those guys were stoked. They got a three-year deal with Suzuki now. Did Kenny have like math on the back of his pants? Did I see that photo of that? Like he had some sort of one plus one equals three on the back of his pants. To,
0: as, I heard. I heard he was going to run it. I don't know if he did or not. Yeah, he ran I heard it. He was going to. Yeah, he ran
2: it and, and was showing Jet. I guess uh, that whole oh, thing. Wow. We, we, Jet did another interview and said he was. Worried about Kenny crashing? It just just, just gets worse.
3: (laughs) I know. He's not doing himself any favors. Because I think he he really sidestepped it in the press conference that JT and I did. Which, you know, we're all here for the juicy quotes in in our game. But that is the smart play on his part. Yeah. Um, And I think Bondo talked to him for TV. And same thing. He just said, I'm trying to win a million dollars. You know, that's understandable. But then he did an interview with uh, Georgia from Race Day Live. And... I mean, some of the stuff he said, I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're you're tripling down. It was like the, that jump line. He was quadding. He was quadding down. Uh, <laughs> then he said, I did it because I was afraid Kenny was pushing so hard in Chicago that he was going to crash. And then Sexton would have moved up. So that's why I did it. And I'm like, oh, no. That was the toughest that. one for me. <laughs> that was, Do not <laughs> say just, that. Man. Just, yes. Just go. say
2: that. It yeah. was just. It was like uh, in the Moto Concepts, Laser Gate. Uh, where they got caught and they kind of acted badly and then they called in the show on Monday and it just was it got worse <laughs> you're like it's just getting worse <laughs> so hopefully we're done with it I don't know hopefully we're just done but yeah that was a little bizarre for sure
3: yeah I was surprised he did that I mean I'm all for it for us it's great but uh, you know from the quote standpoint yeah. I guess hey my biggest fear was that this would make Jet completely clam up it didn't happen
2: yeah yeah true uh, so Jet Lawrence rocks in second we talked about Chase as well uh, he's going to number four next year. We, we 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 pretty much sure of that. We've talked about it a few times. So that'll be number four on a Red Bull KTM will be interesting to see for sure. Uh Cooper Webb third, a distant third, JT, but he was much better.
0: Yeah, he looked he looked aggressive. Yeah. Um I think it was a combination of this is what they thought they were gonna get at like Charlotte and Chicago. More super crossy. And they prepared for that. And I think they also kind of improved the bike between the first two. So he got more comfortable mm-hmm. and I think it also came back to a little bit more of what they had been working on, you know, however long the 24 hours that he rode the motorcycle before Charlotte, they did all that prep.
2: Yeah, he was, he was good again, distant, but he'll, he'll take it for sure. It was a good step in a positive uh, direction. It, looked, it
0: looked spicier.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, AC was fourth. Good job for Adam. Adam got both whole shots or close to it. One anyways. Um, and, uh, and then looked really good out there, uh, 7-4 on the night. He's go- I talked to him for a while at the Cowie thing on Friday. And he said he-, he thought he would do well at this one. And he's going for another stem cell thing on his uh, arm next week as well. So, um, yeah. You know, Adam, I did this thing. Uh, I looked it up, the stats. Freddie went to every race. Didn't score points at every race, but went to every race. And Harlan missed one race all year. And and went to every race. Didn't score points every race, but went to every race, but won. And next to the line is Adam Cine, Cirillo, Chase Sexton, and an AP. AC. Iron Man. Sort of. Kind of. This year. You know? Not what he wanted. Everybody but.
3: said they wanted, right? That's yeah. what everybody said he needed to do. Yeah. He did it. Uh,
2: yep. Nichols was fifth. And Nichols in the second one rode really well. Uh, he caught Adam. Uh, he caught by AP. He passed AP or held off AP anyways. I think AP, yeah, AP went was way back early, so he held off AP, who was on him. Colt Nichols rode really well, so uh, fifth overall for him.
3: Yeah, I talked to him after I went. I wanted to tell. To me, the half of the excitement of this thing was the guys like him who were potentially going to make big money. You know, a whole group of them: him, Masterpool, Phil, Marchbanks, Freddie, Harlan. You know, these guys who had no idea it was coming. The last thing I'm sure they thought when this was announced that it would affect their lives, you know, they probably just thought this was all for the Eli Tomax of the world. Uh, so it was cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. Nichols ends up making 90 grand. Um, he told me he spent about 25 because mm-hmm. he actually, I didn't realize this, he looked at, he's like, okay, last place pays 25. So if I spend 25 or less, I can't lose money on this deal. Yeah. And I'll probably make some. Uh, and dude, he's he's getting on the beta now, as we know. But um I think he was actually getting really encouraged how well this Cowie was working for him at the end cuz he was riding good and he's mm-hmm. like man I almost wish I had a couple more of these like he was riding awesome.
2: Well he's got World Supercross for Rick Ware, sir, coming up. But
3: He did, he did mention that too. And credit by the way to Beta and he's on three teams at the same time. Credit to all those <laughs> guys for working working together.
2: Well, you, well is, is uh Bubba Polly quite quite strict as far as their Compete well,
3: I, I guess the uh, I guess the way I should put it is credit to Beta for letting him ride for Rick Ware and Bubba Polly, yeah, while also being a factory Beta rocker.
2: Yeah, listen, uh, like Colt, I've talked to Colt a lot about this. Yep, he he bought a bike, he bought suspension, right? He was laughing about how Mitch, there's no deals with Mitch, um, and all of this stuff. And he got to the races, and uh, yeah, the dude made some money 90 grand. I didn't realize it was that high, Weige. But yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, and that's
3: just the per- that's just the championship. I mean, he probably yeah. made another yeah ten on the individual yeah. he probably made a hundred, right? right?
2: Yeah. Right. And then Amazing. and then there's Cade on hunting trips and just staying home. So yeah. Yep. 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 Uh MarchBanks was really good, JT. He opened some eyes. He didn't get great starts. He told me he got great jumps, but then spun out of the gate. Uh but MarchBanks was really good again. Uh he was in the mix, both motos moving forward.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't look at the uh the starting gates after the race more because I was kind of waiting around, but I was like, oh, I'm to check these out. And the, the bottom of the ruts on the other side of the start were Plum- rock hard. Oh. I mean, like, no, it was just like concrete. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that was definitely a thing. It, you could get a good jump, and I saw a few guys do that, and I'm like, how did he come out 12th yeah. with that jump? Uh, um, but yeah, it was really hard on the base A
2: couple guys told me they thought it was plywood But yeah, maybe not, maybe it was just that hard No, powder. no, it's, yeah. it's just dirt. Yeah. Yeah, it was just dirt uh, Masterpool rode well again uh, Put off his appendix attack uh, To make some money Freddie Noren rode well um, yeah.
3: yeah, 75k for Masterpool 50k for Freddie
2: Yeah, it's awesome That's great, right. yeah, Freddie's Airbnb yeah. is all done It's ready to rent He used all his money from the pulp race and the SMX stuff To finish oh. his Airbnb in the mountains
3: all, all the
2: money from the pulp race? Well, I think he used the money, yeah. I
3: mean, he didn't, no, he still he made, didn't quite make good on. I don't think he made a lot.
2: No, he still made seven <laughs> grand. He still made seven. Oh, grand. okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, Barsha, bad crash. Barsha took the lead, went down. Oh, it was ugly. I talked to Ollie, his team, team crew chief after the race, and uh, he thinks it's shoulder collarbone, but he was in the hospital. He had a flight to England today. Uh, not going to make that uh, for some R&R. Um and uh, bummer, yeah, that was a nasty one, JT.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, Jet Lawrence almost did the exact same thing, sitting into that triple and mm-hmm. spinning up. And man, I, I've done that; it's no fun. Wait, I don't think I crashed as bad as Barcia did, but I know yeah. exactly that feeling, and it is no fun.
2: You could see he was trying to shift up to get his rear wheel to, to go to to save him to try to get some momentum going to pull up the front end, but yeah, uh, yeah, not not great. And Ferrandis is okay, or how's Ferrandis? Do we know? I never got an update. He rode off, right? Did he ride off? He rode
0: off and yeah. went to the truck yeah. and then came back down. Oh, he did
2: come down. To try
0: to restart. Yeah. And they wouldn't let him Right, he left the stadium. Right, right. Uh, but okay, so... I'm so, guessing he was okay.
2: Yeah, but so if he... Oh, yeah. So if he rode down, he's fine as far as that goes. But yeah, they couldn't race anymore, obviously, because he left. Yep. Um, it was convenient when they threw the uh, red flag for Barsha. That was very convenient. What do you mean by that? They basically waited until Anderson and whoever went over the finish to have three laps. You needed three laps to, to, to do a staggered start. Oh, oh, I,
3: mean, I see what you mean. <laughs> and and
2: they, they were looking, the medics were looking and talking. You could see on the radios. And then I think they, I think they waited a little bit uh, to get that three laps in to do a staggered start. I don't have any proof of that, but it seemed like it. Like nothing changed. Nothing changed in the meantime. They were just waiting. So, yeah, I see what you mean. There yeah. was
3: a, a lag time between them being down there, attending to the Barsha, and then the red flag coming yeah.
2: out. Yeah. yeah, and it happened to come out right as the two riders. The rule says two riders have to be finished three laps. And two riders went by, and the red flag came out. And we did a stagger start, which I'm fine with. I'm not critical of that. Like, whatever. Yeah, but uh, I think they were just trying to do that. Um, Yeah, maybe. uh, Okay, uh, Phil Nicoletti, does he get a single digit or is it just a career number now for winning this LCQ title?
3: Oh, as a national champ? (laughs) Yeah, like which which one
2: is it? I don't know which one. Yeah, I'm not sure.
3: One hilarious thing. Well, let's talk about the LCQ thing. Actually, let's talk about the LCQ thing first, and then I'll talk about the money with Phil. So you guys talk about uh, your your plot that you
2: managed to carry right through. I don't really know who did it, but it was really funny that that happened. There was a plate made for him. and Oh, you don't know? No, I don't know.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay, you don't know anything about it.
2: Phil said MX Sports and Feld on the podium. I assume it was them.
0: Okay. Okay. I can confirm it was not them.
2: Oh, okay. Well, whoever it was, because there, there's some people upset about it. So, so we're not sure. To the, to oh,
3: we just can't track it. So, JT, were you a masked man with black leather gloves handed you this with a
0: voice? Uh, it was OJ. Disguiser? That was OJ. No, I was. Uh, I was handed a, a key by a secure courier, and then I went to a uh, private mailbox, and this was waiting. This plate was waiting on me. Um, It's a very, very, you know, cloak and dagger type thing.
2: If there's anyone listening who is upset at this, and we heard there were people upset, we don't know. We're not sure. It might have been OG. I made a
0: couple of apologies. I made a couple of apologies on uh, Um, Saturday night.
2: But uh, it was brilliant. Phil complaining about the LCQ uh, for two weeks in a row and winning it for the third week in a row. And, uh, yeah, some people thought it would be hilarious to give him a plate for all his complaining. So he has a LCQ championship, and he he never saw it. Uh, JT, you sprung it on him, and his reaction was great. And then he swore again uh, on the podium. Again, he said something about ass, dumbass or something. Um, Yeah, it's fantastic. It's Phil. It's great.
3: I I, I just think back to this press conference announcing this thing, and here are the rules, and hey, if you're not top 20, you have to go to the LCQ every week. And just the brilliance of the universe, who would have sized up on – I think it was October 4th or 5th last year that the, it would be Phil that ends up being the guy and that is affected most by this rule. It's just unbelievable.
2: No, and the leader lights earlier this year, Phil, you know. Uh, Number 69. 69. And then, like, Lee and, and uh, Ricky and Je- they're having a hell of a time with Phil being in the L.C. I mean, it, w- it really just made everybody's day. Like, literally everybody's day. Except for a few people who were upset about the number one plate being awarded out. But um, everyone else was very happy for this whole situation from top to bottom. <laughs> everyone was happy with this. Oh, I
3: think it added, you know, for the fans, and no Phil and, you know, all, all that. I, I think it added, I bet you more people watch that LCQ because of Phil. Like, oh, this is hilarious. He keeps winning this every week. I want to see if he does
2: it again. I think so. I, I agree. And and it's race day live. And whoever made that plate up just figured, like, let's have some fun with this. You know, let's let's whoever authorized it to be given out, whoever made the plate was just like, let's have some fun with this guy that is, is a fan favorite and bitches nonstop. Um, I will say, though, uh, I think the person who made it was a little worried uh, because he was second fastest in the first LCQ and third in the next one. So we were thinking. People were thinking, like, is Phil maybe this pure SMX track? Is this, you know, pure supercar? Is this Phil's weakness? But, oh, no. He got it done. He got it done.
3: That's what he does. That's what he does, man. Uh, one other hilarious thing about the money, if you look at the payout, there's massive gaps. Obviously, you know, $500,000 difference between first and second, and then another two fifty between second and third, and there's gaps all the way through, right? And then the gaps finally stop. And it's only a thousand dollars per position. When you get like out of the top ten, mm-hmm. the final spot that has a big gap is fifteen thousand dollars between eleventh and twelfth. And that was down to Freddie and Phil.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Freddie got it, so the final guy who had a big, oh, <laughs> if I got one more position, that was fifteen thousand dollars. Phil got thirty-five. Yeah. Freddie got fifty. And credit to Freddie, man, he's been doing the math since Powell. He yeah, knew exactly where he was, and he knew. I mean him and Phil have had some battles the last two months from Buds Creek all the way through these. They yeah. were tied in points coming into
2: this.
0: Yep.
3: Uh so that was a fifteen thousand dollar victory for Freddie getting Phil.
2: Yeah, that was great. That was awesome. Incredible. Uh good job, Phil. He really was the sort of surprise of the series. Maybe March Banks. Yeah, March Banks probably seventh overall. Marchbanks ends up ahead of Anderson and Nichols in the points, you know?
0: I would say I would say Kenny was the surprise for me. Okay. But, yeah, uh, I, I get your point. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't take anything away from Phil. Just uh, games.
2: Anderson, really Anderson was fast all day long. Uh, second fastest qualifier and looked spicy, no doubt about it. Um, and then got the lead early, got kind of shuffled back, and then crashed out of the second one. Uh, AP crashed in the first turn of the first one and then uh, came back uh, from way back in the second one. Uh, and then Barsha, of course, crashed out. Ferrandez crashed out. So, yeah, there was some guys that, that made some things happen. Uh, Josh Hill was much better. Grant Harlan had a fever. Uh, Jerry Robin, Jerry made the last spot, right? I believe twenty second was Jerry. I thought oh,
0: he I second that. in the LCQ. Oh, for the for the uh, yeah. points fund. Yeah, yeah. I believe, yeah. believe you
2: are right. Yeah. So, oh no, sorry. Jeremy Hand was the last one. Jerry passed him. Oh, you are right. I did. Yeah. Okay. So, so you're Jerry right. Jerry made what twenty six k and J- Jeremy Hand made twenty five k. Jeremy Hand did yeah, only wow. two races and made twenty five k.
3: Yeah, he didn't make Charlotte. He didn't right. make it to Charlotte. Yeah. He was there. He yeah. didn't make it in. Uh, oh, unbelievable. Yeah.
2: Great job, Jerry and Jeremy Hand. And good job, Cade, also. Way to go, Cade. Hope that hunting trip was great. Um, <laughs> Dino crashed in the sand pretty good. Is he okay? Do we know? I sent him a text. I never heard back. Is he okay? I have no idea. Weege? Anything? Like Don't Dino? know. Okay. Uh, Chiz was better also because Chiz said his, he could ride this week. So he was better, 14th overall, than what we've seen. And uh, Chiz was also telling me about his knee problems. Good God. He's got knee problems. <laughs> He's got, like, 20-year-old motocross, 20-year motocross career knee problems. So, yeah, Chiz.
3: Chiz, uh,
2: man. Uh, McElrath was all right, too, as well. Okay, uh, that's uh, 450s. Anybody, anything else? Anything else for 450s?
3: So, uh, with Hand and Jerry getting in, who got bumped? Did, did Josh Hill not end up 22?
2: Uh, 23rd was a... Uh, Josh Hill did really well. He got 20th. Uh, a 20th, oh, okay. A 23rd was an Eli Tomac. Oh,
3: okay. So, justice was served.
2: Yeah, I'm sure Tomac's super upset.
3: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It worked right. out. Where right. the guys who really wanted the money yeah. and were fighting for the money got it. Yeah. And, yeah, it's not going to bum yeah. out Eli.
2: And then Starling... Starling was upset because he didn't know there was alternates, even though his dad works for the AMA. And all of a sudden, with Barsha crashing out and Ferrandez crashing out, uh, Moranz and uh, Kessler got to race the second moto. And Starling complained about it on Twitter. And I'm, I, don't, I, I don't know who communicated, but his dad works for the AMA. And Starling beat those guys in the LCQ. And he was a little miff that he couldn't jump in there. But then his dad works for the AMA. So I was confused on all of that. But they took alternates like motocross. Like in moto.
3: So I guess those two went down there waiting as alternates. Yeah, I guess. And just, he did like, not. just like yeah. in
2: Moto, right? But Starling yeah, says I he didn't so. Starling says he didn't know. So
3: I could see that though. Yeah. I could see thinking it just feels so much like Supercross yeah. to think that the motocross rule applies. But it is a two moto format, yeah. so.
2: And Starling rented A Ray's bike for the weekend. He normally rides a Honda. Uh he rented A Ray's bike and then he immediately got hurt in the first session on A Ray's bike and we just figured it was the bike that's cursed. Maybe maybe we all owe A Ray an apology. You know Yeah,
3: I saw A Ray after and uh he said it was awesome because um he got like full set of maintenance done, like Starling Starling or someone with Starling, you know, went through the bike for him, so now he doesn't have to do any maintenance on it, and if you think about it, it only got ridden for probably what, an hour? Yeah. Uh, so it was a win as far as A-Ray was concerned. It's great. He got free maintenance.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Um, but you know, like in Poltergeist, Weegee, you never saw Poltergeist. JT, you saw Poltergeist? I have, yep. So remember, the house was haunted because they moved the headstones and not the graves. That's why the house yep. ended up being mm-hmm. haunted, right? An ancient burial ground. Mm-hmm. So like, it's not A-Ray. It's the bike. It's not the headstones. It's the grave. Right. Uh, it's the bike. That's the curse. It's not even A-Ray. He,
0: says so he's, he's only had one bike his whole career or?
2: I don't know, man. Okay maybe there's some sort of like maybe the grip glue he uses or something for multiple bikes is that way I don't know, i'm just saying uh all right, great job jT thanks Trans, thanks for going along transfer,
0: with us. transfer of bad luck
2: uh thank you to fly racing rental maxis of course on board with us uh as well uh links k o u b a links dot com use popua Mexico to get free shipping and a discount it's a lowering suspension link on everything from aprilia to Yamaha uh triumph too i guess at some point, and beta as well, soon. So uh, they'll have lowering suspension links for all those bikes. Uh, Ducati, maybe, yeah? Uh, thank you to Links. Use the code to save with uh, the code PULPAMEX to save with Links And motorsport.com, uh, the number one online ordering place in the world for dirt bike parts, OEM parts. Uh, they got e-bike stuff. If you have a secret street bike like JT, they can help you out with that as well. Go through the banner to help us out. Uh, that'll be great. Motorsport.com, dedicated team of gearheads to help you out there. And the last promotional read for the Kawasaki SR. Now, who's taking it? I don't it? know. we had hit it.
3: I get it last I'm, week. I'm up. Yep, yeah, I'm up. Uh, yeah, lots of exciting things happen at Cowie. They mentioned the 50th anniversary bike that they rolled out. Did You guys see that? I thought it looked so good.
2: Here's the thing I about that: awesome. the retro look yeah. of those Cowies is silver rims back. Like I like silver uh, rims. I thought that was awesome.
3: It, I, it was kind of surprising. I didn't realize they had been so gone that when someone did it again, it really did stick out.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, I thought it that did. was awesome. Yeah.
3: Yes. And so there were some complaints that, you know, with that graphic, that like 90-91 graphic, it's supposed to have a purple seat, but it looks so much better in blue. Yeah, so much yeah, better.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: So they got a lot going on. They got an all-new bike, 24, a 50th anniversary edition of that bike. But I think that they won't even have riding on that new bike for the press until November. In the meantime, this SR Edition 2023 is still available. Like I said, I I think they've even got some rebates on it, but they're limited edition. There's not going to be a lot left. This would be a great time to get one. It's got the upgraded A-kit style suspension, Uh, big engine changes that are noticeable per our friend Chris Kiefer from the little bit of porting work and ECU and a pro circuit exhaust. Suspension is valved differently. Uh, our guy kiefer says that this sr edition is the most noticeable upgrade from a regular bike of anyone else's edition style bikes and there's still a couple of them left so get them now go to kawasaki.com or a dealer and uh, check it out and what i really like when i look at it there's been so many photos and videos of mc riding it i actually this is the only kawi that i actually associate uh jeremy mcgrath with actually so that's cool too
2: yeah that 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 new one which is not an sr it's just a uh, anniversary kx edition anniversary that that thing's sweet good job on that guys. yeah
3: yeah yeah
2: uh on x maps
3: yeah we got six hundred thousand miles of trails private land public land it's trails for whether it's an adventure bike or a dual sport or a single track you're an off-road guy hiking if you want to go hunting like kade i'm not even joking kate has hit me up and i think he uses on x the hunting thing uh which hopefully he bagged Twenty-five, some thousand dollars worth of uh, elk or whatever over the last couple of weeks because that's what he, yeah yeah he I wonder if,
2: yeah is he selling the elk meat maybe for more than he could make <laughs> maybe SMX? maybe I don't know maybe. yeah
3: I hope so I hope so, um, and we'll give you a discount on it. Type in Racer X all one word lowercase Racer X and we'll give you twenty percent off the subscription. And I think they have a seven day free trial so you can see how it works. So go to onxmaps.com.
2: All right, and then also subscribe to Racer X magazine, please.
3: Yes, we work really hard on a lot of stories in there.
2: Yes. yes. Yeah, please do. Yep. Uh, so yep. thanks, thanks, uh, thanks, everybody. Um, all right, 250 class, uh, SMX. Uh, yeah, Deegan, we, we missed the ghost ride. We didn't get the ghost ride. He didn't win. He went 5-2 for the overall. So maybe that's why we didn't get the ghost ride. But, uh, yeah, Hayden Deegan gets it done. Uh, Hunter Lawrence, of course, doesn't race. He hurts his back nerve, which will be interesting to see if that affects the MXDN at all uh, coming forward. I'm, I'm thinking that's part of the reason why. He uh, stepped out, but uh, yeah, JT Hayden Deegan got it done. Not looking good after the first one, but uh, made it happen in the second one. Schmota could not get him.
0: Yeah, I thought Hayden really really stepped out. You know, we don't know what Hunter would have brought or not brought. Right, it crashed, railed that whole thing. But uh, I thought Hayden did a great job of kind of managing the the situation. Um, he didn't he didn't win anything, you know, throughout the night, but. He handled the pressure. He got the starts when he needed to, and he also had you know teammates around him. You know that that second moto, it was almost like he was flanked on both sides, like escorted to the finish line. I don't know that's not what it was, but uh, it kind of looked like that. So yeah, Cooper. Uh, I think sorry,
2: Justin Cooper mentioned like I had to be careful.
0: Yeah, 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 and and you know it was like he was like he had a front and rear security guard bringing him home. Um, I, I just think for a young kid to be 17 and have all the things he has to deal with off the bike. Like there's a lot of noise around him, right? For good or for bad, you know, he's probably going to make a lot of money from that noise, but it still is, I think, a distraction at times, you know, his persona, the YouTube thing, his, you know, his dad was a, had all this other stuff going on, truck racing and X games and all this, you know, lots of his sister races, NASCAR, anything and everything you could think of to be a distraction. And he was able to just quiet all of that and go execute. Um, I think it really goes well. For what his career is going to look like. Uh he's the real deal.
2: Five two Weege for the overall.
0: Yeah, so uh I was the re-
3: extra reporter, as you guys saw on TV, so it's a position I had not been in much. Uh I was over at the Yamaha truck with a scheduled interview at Bradshaw, and they say, Hey, Weije, Deegan's not gonna end up making the podium in this race, so we're not gonna get an interview. Can you get him at his truck? And I'm like, I'm gonna give it everything I got. And uh I'm very rarely over there like to see what it's like when a super pissed off fifth place rider comes into the truck mm-hmm. you know he, nobody's even there right he rides up to the truck by himself uh or oh, duff would have been on the back but the truck's otherwise empty and he was furious and uh i'm like hey can i get you for tv he's not even i think he's so zoned out he doesn't even realize i'm there uh he goes inside the truck i open the door he had closed the door i i open it i'm like hey i gotta get you for tv and he is up against the wall like, his forehead, like, pressed against the wall. It's, like, just as bummed and angry and mm-hmm. pissed off as a, as a person can be. And I'm like, hey, man, I need you for TV. I'll give you two minutes to cool off. No acknowledgement. And I'm not saying he's being a jerk. Like, I just think he literally is oh, in I, such a zone
2: I, that uh, he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't even hear me. I'm impressed yeah. that you carried on with that. I might have bowed out after the first non-verbal acknowledgement of me. <laughs> but good well, job I've yeah, never yeah. been in that position
3: And I feel like in that job that, that is the job Like it, it is a You are not supposed to fail At that job So okay. then he To the lounge And he's talking to Duff And I'm like I'm giving you one more minute man I gotta get <laughs> you
0: Jesus Weech
3: That's the job what, and, What's uh, up
2: Dan Rather <laughs> Yeah
3: no And then I finally just start giving Thumbs up, thumbs down Thumbs up, thumbs down And he finally just says no man And I think Duff was bummed um, Not at him But like You know, I mean, it's just a tough situation to be in. Uh, So Duff did say, like, yeah, he doesn't want to do an interview, but I'll tell you that he's not hurt or sick. He's just really angry, and we're going to go out there and kill this last moto, and we can still win it. So that ended up being my report. And the only reason I tell this story is just to say what a tremendous bounce back. I mean, I don't know how much time there was between motos, an hour maybe. They kept shortening it. The reason the 250 All-Stars raced at the beginning of the day was the gap at Charlotte between motos was way too long. So they were trying to figure out how to shorten it with each race. They, they, I think, chopped eight minutes out of the break at Chicago. They took the All-Stars out of the break here. The fact that he came from basically, I can't even speak, I'm so mad right now, to executing a whole shot, essentially, and winning it, mm-hmm. it's unbelievable. So that's why I want to tell that story. It was impressive.
2: Well, he didn't win it. Oh, you mean overall. Yeah, kitchen. Overall. Yeah, He, yeah, he yeah, won yeah. the title. Yeah.
3: Like It was the way he was acting after that, and I'm sure he felt that way. He was ahead yeah. of yeah. Shimoda had a bad start. Shimoda punted him, which Shimoda never does. And then other guys passed him. I mean, it was a disaster. And an hour later, he went out and did exactly what he needed to do to win the title. That's impressive.
2: Yeah, absolutely. No, it was a good ride for sure. Uh, yeah, Shimoda punting him was my next on the level, on or my next thing to talk about. Joe goes 4-4 for second overall. That's how crazy the 250 class was because Jordan Smith and RJ Hampshire just reached back into 2015. Uh, and killed it in the first one, but uh, yeah, Shimoda Weech, that was nuts. We all said in the press box, "Is that the first time he's ever hit anybody and like made it <laughs> made it count?" Is that the first time and no one could? Yeah, we all agreed.
3: <laughs> I, I mean, we've seen Joe attempt
2: it, attempt it, yes,
3: and fail horribly, uh, and that's my proof. Like these guys really want. All
2: right. Yeah. JT, we uh, we just gone, but yeah, Shimoda really wanted it. He's right.
0: He did. Yeah, he was really bummed on the podium. Um, yeah, I, I think it was a a big moment for Joe too because there there's a criticism. There's a narrative out there about Joe not being aggressive enough, not having a killer instinct uh, when yeah, he needs to. Opening collapse. He showed that in the first one, right? To get that aggressive with Deegan, like yep. that was a big big deal. So, you know the the, the book of Joe is still yet to be written as he transitions to Honda next year. Uh, but I really like what I'm seeing from Joe right now. Like he, to me, he looks like he believes he's the guy, right. And he believes he should be winning, which mm-hmm. I think that'll, that'll bear out well for him next year. Because I think, you know, with Honda's focus, they're going to have, you know, of course they want Chance Thomas to do well too, but he's going to get all of their too the attention mm-hmm. as far as like trying to win titles.
2: Uh, we each, got, you broke up there, but Yeah.
3: One other hilarious thing you just reminded me of, JT, was, uh, oh, what I was going to ask you, JT, was, yeah, when Jemota, what did he start, 6th, 7th in that first moto? Yeah.
0: And Deegan was right yeah, up there? Yeah, maybe, maybe further than that.
3: I, I didn't see that coming. I'm, I'm like, oh, Joe's dumb, Like, how is he going to do this? Yeah. And uh, that says a lot. But anyway, what was funny, as I was going through the pits, Honda was watching over at their pit. You know, they didn't have, really have a like, dog in the fight in the 250s. And they are going nuts for Joe. Like when Joe made that Pro Circuit and Honda were across from each other, and between our guy Knowles and some of the other dudes over there, and the Honda guys who obviously are pulling for Joe, uh, it was like going to a Super
0: Bowl. It was. Like...
2: You're breaking up, Weech.
0: make up? What that was, Steve?
2: I I don't know what he was saying. Something about Joe. You said it was
0: like going to a what?
2: Super Bowl. Super Bowl?
0: Oh, It was like a tailgate
3: party, oh. and people had a big screen TV in the okay, parking yep, yep. lot and reacting to the big plays, both the Pro Circuit truck and the Honda truck, yep. all rooting for Joe.
2: Look, that track was super hard to make up time on. It was really fast. It, it, we didn't see a whole ton of passing, and Joe made it work. That's impressive. Yeah, he was – that second-half charge, what, ten minutes in, he was buried still. He was just not doing anything. He was just stuck there. And, and then he got on got on his horse. Great job. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, and in the last one, he
3: got close to. He did. Cooper, he
0: last two laps, he was going for it.
2: Yep, yeah, he was.
0: I was talking to a few people about it as well, and the challenge on a track like that is with that much on the line. And it's not like I've been in that particular scenario, but I've I've been in races where you know I've been in LCQs where I'm like dying to get in the main event on a really slippery racetrack, and you're trying to make up time. And the the challenge is the harder you push, the more aggressive you get, it works against you. Like, you you get more wheel spin, you make more mistakes. So you almost, like, have to fight yourself and fight your frustration to go faster. So for Joe, I just can't, you know, like, I I put my perspective on it, but it was just so much more, like, that perspective times 10 for what Joe was trying to chase. And it had to be really tough for him to stay calm and not just get crazy aggressive because that doesn't work. That does not work on that racetrack.
2: How about Jordan Smith? Just, just passing.
0: I mean, that was a typical Jordan race. It was just like. One wins the race, and then the second race, you know, on yeah. the ground having issues. Not his fault, yeah. but on the ground yeah. and just crazy stuff.
2: It's pretty impressive, Schwartz,
0: just human wrecking ball.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Jordan. Did you see any of that, Steve? Yeah, I did. I saw I saw the end of it when Schwartz was down.
0: Well, he took out both Jordan and yeah. Tom Bial. Yeah on the first
2: lap yeah and then he got it later on he went down again so oh, he uh, did? yeah okay. oh yeah yeah i was thinking that there was a little bit of yeah um i had him in fantasy schwartz too so i was like Ugh. um yeah jordan smith we just got another you know just oh yeah jordan smith's really good you know yeah so and rj too yeah
3: he's uh, the points later at one point uh, during that first moto was he really yeah. no way really yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. awesome
2: he was so far back that's funny um RJ third overall. Uh, yep, he's off to his nations. Um, RJ also very loose uh, at times. Imagine that. Justin Cooper's. Nice hey,
0: comeback for him to get third and third in the points, though. Yeah, that yep. was a nice payday.
2: True. Uh, Justin Cooper's farewell 250 ride uh, qualified fastest, and his starts. Yeah, just starts weren't there. And for Justin Cooper to not have starts is odd. Um, he rode all right, seven three, but um, yeah, he felt like he had to be a little careful with Hayden he told me in the second one which is understandable and um Levi Kitchen 101 and uh it was uh 110 for um uh Jordan yep there we go uh Kitchen yeah Kitchen Road great he's Mitch I talked to Mitch about it again Pitch Payton. he's going there next year of course and Mitch is like yeah we got to work on those starts <laughs> so you know uh, Good job for Kitchen. He ride. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He can ride. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Pierce Brown, Jelik Swall, Max Voland. Anything for the Austrian three? We got anything? No?
0: Not really. Right. I was kind of like, I, I honestly, yeah. to be fair, I was so locked in on what was going on at yep. the front. I was, too. I was not paying that much attention. So I, was, I was, too. That, you
2: know? Uh, bummer for Vial. He's had two races in a row. Like, last week his shifter broke, right? Um, after being in the mix, and this week he uh, got punted off a of berm. Um, yeah, bummer for VL. Yep. Some, somebody made the j- somebody made the joke in the press box. Oh wow! If you call it a world championship, VL really steps up. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> yeah. VL was like, oh, world title. Oh, oh. Well, watch this because he was good at all three races. Uh, in, in this SMX. So, uh, we treckle came back.
0: How, how do you
3: do? I, I saw him in practice. I didn't even notice in the races because same thing. I'm just watching him front. And also JT, man, when you're down on the floor, you can see almost nothing.
0: Yeah, you gotta. I get up on the. I get up on the podium, which helps a lot. And then, uh, yeah, that jerk ham is everything.
2: I bet it is. Uh yeah. Um, M- Mitchell went backwards in both motos. Started really well and went backwards in both motos. Which he, I talked to him in the afternoon, and he's like, "Yeah, haven't ridden that much, and you know, just gonna try to do the best I can." So
3: why, why did he race?
2: I don't know, man. Motor concepts. Uh, I don't know.
3: Cause I don't think the way he, he wouldn't have made any money. Really. Just, you know what I mean? You got to be in the points really. Maybe he just wanted to race
0: Coliseum. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. the team just wanted to do it. Uh, local race, I guess. Uh, they are going to do some nationals next year. I was talking to Tony LSE at the Alpine star thing. And he said that they want to get in this SMX next year. So if they need to do three or four nationals, they will do three or four nationals to get into this SMX thing with their riders. Good. Well, yeah. uh, whose bike was smoking, Cullen Park or Cody Shocks? Which one was it? It was really bad for most of the race. Second moto. You guys notice that? You know, I, did not. I oh, didn't I didn't yeah. even see it. Uh, Cullen Park got in because of Hunter. So he got 14th overall. And then he ended up getting the 16th in points, so he made some money. And he was not in the, supposed to be in this race, but he got in as the first alternate when Hunter couldn't get in. So, yeah, not 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 a bad deal. Ryder D had a rough night. I saw three crashes in the two motos. Yeah,
0: I, I saw his side plate was off. Yeah,
2: yep, yeah. I think there's three of them in two motos. So, uh, Blows did not enjoy himself. Talked to him after the race. He didn't even want to do an interview. Zombie. He was just not happy with with any of this. He got 27th uh, overall in SMX, so not something that, yeah, you would be stoked on for sure. Um, all right, 250s. That's Anything else for SMX? Hayden Deegan champion. So now do we – these are not counting for national points, uh, SMX. I got that answer from the AMA. Uh, they are going to have – they're all going to run the number ones, though, when, you know, next year. Hayden will be number one. Jet will be number one uh, next year. So that'll be that will be interesting um and then yeah we,
0: can, we consider this a success i do
2: yes yeah, that was literally my next topic so where are we at with this jt you at successful
0: yes i believe i and i'm i'm trying to be unbiased right we know i've worked for the series and we just too. um but i had i had serious questions right going into like let's let's flash back to the press conference last year i didn't have any idea that i was going to be working any super crash races i did not have that call yet um So I had lots of questions. I was very skeptical about what this would look like, what it would be. I had a snap judgment that it was just kind of a reaction to World Supercross. Um, Yeah, I I went in with all these questions running through my head. Uh, But having gone through the process, uh, was it perfect? No. But I think they learned where they can be better. And I think that last round, uh, that L.A. Coliseum round was a home run. I think they nailed it. And I think they're going to... Try to replicate that look, feel, and vibe at all three of them, it's going to only do better from here. So I, I'm, I'm on board.
2: Weech. Well, Weege could be gone.
0: How, how's my service?
3: Yeah, you're good. You're good? Yeah, um, same thing. I didn't know how it would work. I understood the rules and all that, but to me, it was like, well, how is it actually going to look? The triple points thing and the hybrid tracks, that's like the big difference that we've never really seen before. So to me, that was like the big What's that going to look like? And I honestly feel that like they were more hybrid than people expected. So that was not just hype. That was reality. And the triple points ended up making it. I mean, you can't ask for better than basically winner take all of three riders in both classes. And they tried. So to me, everything else is you can put that all on paper, but it doesn't really matter unless the tracks and the, and the math and the riders and the money all work together to put it on a good show. Um we just we've seen many races where riders don't really care, and in the end they cared, and so all the things worked together to create that. So to me, that's a win.
2: Okay, yeah, uh, I um I, I definitely sensed fatigue from teams and mechanics, fatigue on getting up for another series oh, yeah. and starting. Yeah. out. Oh, yeah, I, I yeah, sure. I, I definitely I got a few people that were super bummed when the schedule was released. That they Ollie Stone was one of them. Mitch was another one that thought there was going to be thirty races. Thought Feld was going to drop another Supercross, you know, drop one Supercross and thought it was going to go down to 30 again. Um, look, we had nobody made it through the year healthy, right? 450 side, like just nobody did. It's a meat grinder sport. It's always been that way. And we're adding races. Uh, yeah. So having said that, the more money is is a great thing for these guys. Uh, I would. And I love the complaining. I didn't mind. I love the complaining from the teams and riders about their suspension. Like I I gaff about that. Like whatever, figure it out or or you know, I don't really care that you, you know, you can't figure this out or you were you brought on un, un, you you were not prepared enough to Oh, it's okay. Know, it's set, supposed to be hard. Yeah. Yeah, I'm cool. You're yeah. Right. It's exactly. supposed to be hard. Um, so I was fine with all that. I would I would not do the points thing, double, single, double, triple, and I would actually eliminate riders next year. Make it a NASCAR type of playoffs where we're we're at the final round and only 5 guys can win. Uh, or the whatever tri- the
0: triple points thing is what created that final round drama like anybody can win that's what that's what made yeah. that happen so i i don't yeah. i think you have to keep that that's what created all the suspense
2: well no i mean if you go into the third round with three point difference because i mean you're only going to be doing two races well, no, but so like, it's not like
0: you have jordan smith bouncing like winning the series at one like i just i don't know i mean we can agree to disagree yeah. i just thought it i thought it added this whole other dimension to what the final round could play out to be. Uh, There was so much math going on during that final round. I just, I really like that. I I mean, we have these two other championships, you know, it's not like this is replacing everything we have. It can be its own thing in my opinion.
2: Yeah, I would, uh, that's what I would do. This is just me. I would, I would do it weeds like NASCAR with the, Hey, only these, these guys have been eliminated, you know?
3: Yeah, I guess, but they still let those other guys race every weekend. No, I, so would,
2: I, don't, I would let them yeah. race. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not yeah. saying trot out. I'm saying let everybody race like normal for money and, and everything, but, you know. <sighs> the,
3: the thing is, NASCAR does it. It's a longer drawn out. It's, I think, 10 races or 12. Yeah. And obviously, we're not going to do more. That's for darn sure. So I just don't know. I understand there, that concept is pretty cool where you have a series of, are you even going to make it, which is just the way playoffs work in other sports. But I don't know how you could replicate that here. Um, so here, how you get eliminated is you have a bad race and you're so far back. It's almost impossible to win. I, I understand you're saying, I just don't know how you could do it.
2: Okay. All right. Well, that's it for the year. We're done.
0: No the nations. We're, we're done. We're not going to have. Well, any- I mean,
2: I, yeah, I mean, it only affects three American base riders. So, uh, American riders. I don't know. Oh, um,
0: I, I think we should definitely cover the Oh, just Oh, name. you
2: mean the pod. Yeah. No, I was just talking about the seasons done. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're done. We're season. Seasons over. Well, we
0: gotta. I mean, we gotta cover. We gotta cover nations. We gotta cover the pulp ride day. We're far from done. Oh. So
2: let's be real. Oh, jeez. You hear we're that, Weege? We're far from done.
0: Far from done.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, it should be interesting to see how things play out. But yeah, SMX overall, I'm not as stoked as you guys. I think I was. Um, just a little burnt out, and there's some things that I'm kind of shook my head at a little bit. But, uh, and I think some teams and riders were definitely over it. But overall, yes, it worked. It worked. I was. I. I, I don't. This is not a negative on the sport at all. Uh, is this better than a Monster Cup? Yeah, probably. You know, uh, or U.S. Open or whatever, whatever we had before. So just for the for what we said, where there was, there was carrying, there was effort put in by guys, and so. Good times. I guess it'll kind of depend on how the venues are next year and how the tracks are again and all of that. So, um, you know, I I got a sense of from my listeners that everyone liked it. It was just more racing to watch, you know? So.
3: I didn't hear a lot of bagging on it like that. Um, You know, it it becomes really easy to, like, somebody makes fun of something and then everybody piles on and then everybody's making fun of it. Um, I never felt like this started going downhill like that. And obviously, with anything new, it's like on a teeter totter. Um, we could have seriously been five minutes into the first moto at Charlotte, and fans could have been like, these on the
0: line on traffic sucks. Mm.
2: Yeah, exactly, weech That's a great point. Yep, absolutely. What, what, how better would it be than going out on a review pod with weech having? All right, I'm done. Sound issues. All right, Weege, Um Thanks for the. Thanks for the. the the time. And we, JT, you too. Uh, Fly Racing, of course. Uh, Renthal Maxis, cobalinks and uh, motorsport.com on X Maps as well. Uh, that's been the uh, LA Super SMX review pod. Thanks, boys. Yeah. Bye.
1: This has been the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show, presented by Maxis Tires, Renthal, Motorsport.com, and Kuba links on racerxonline.com. Thanks for listening and supporting our partners.